Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome, everybody. Bob Stoffer joining you from the CKNW studios, our sister station out in Chorus Land in Vancouver. We open up with Strange Advance, who back in the mid-1980s were a uh, promising, emerging uh, band. I think they won a Juno in like 1983 or 84, as I recall, and never really fully uh, grasped maybe some of the talent that they had. Which is a storyline today on today's edition of Oilers Now brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from Digitex.ca e-commerce store. No need to spend your valuable time meeting with door-to-door sales reps. You're all in one convenient locations. Digitex.ca. Digitex.ca, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology, software, IT, and supplies. Um, we are in Vancouver. Special thanks to Dave and Mitch for helping us get set up here. Uh, Dayton is back at the studio as well. Mike Evans for uh, coordinating everything. We're going to do the show the next three days uh, from uh, the studios here in Vancouver. And then obviously have draft day coverage uh, Friday afternoon from uh, Rogers Arena as well. Uh, first half hour of the show, we're going to hit on the hot topics right now and get to it uh, within about uh, 45 seconds time. But we will tell you, Hockey Night in Canada's Craig Simpson, their lead analyst, uh, will join us at 12.35. Craig Simpson, a number two overall pick with the uh, Edmonton uh, Oilers, or sorry, uh, with the Pittsburgh Penguins. So we'll talk to him about what he remembers uh, specifically about the 1985 NHL draft. At 105, Washington Capitals analyst, uh, friend of the show, Alan May, who had a cup of coffee with the Oilers, uh, played over 400 games in the NHL. Uh, talk a bit about Andre Burakovsky, who's one of the names out there. And also uh, Alan's thoughts and some of the moves of the Philadelphia Flyers. Wow, uh, Chuck Fletcher has been busy. And I got to tell you, don't necessarily uh, believe that I agree 
with uh, everything that he has spent on so far. And then at 135, for a bit of a Vancouver-based scene setter, uh, a guy who's been on our show numerous times over the last uh, 10 years or so, Ben Kuzma from Post Media. Here's how you can reach us on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. They're getting bigger and better. The River Cree this month. The main casino floor now becomes 100% smoke-free. The River Cree Resort and Casino Excitement Bet on it. You can text us at 630-630 on the Heartland Ford text line with over $10 million in new and pre-owned inventory. They're one of the largest Ford dealers in Alberta. Experience the difference of Heartland Ford. We're at Twitter. At Oilers now. You can tweet me personally, Bob and Score Stoffer and Brendan Escott, who will be back next, uh, actually he'll be back Friday, is available. Date now, but is our uh, co-producer of today's show, and he's uh, going to be helping us out here for about the next month on Oilers Now. All right, before we go into the uh, Oilers Now Audio Vault for direct workwear, and one of the themes for today's show is what makes sense for Edmonton at 8. Um <laughs> I uh, I gotta tell you uh, that uh, there's a lot to go. I'm just getting some texts here from some uh, fellows who've just arrived uh, in uh, beautiful uh, Vancouver. Um, but there has been some developments, and if you care about the Edmonton Oilers, and if you're listening to a show called Oilers now. Um, there you have it. But we're going to get to uh, a tweet that came out from Darren Dreger about an hour ago, and we've sort of danced around this topic a lot on Oilers now over the course, really, since Edmonton went to Carolina. Uh, Darren Dreger tweeting out 47 minutes ago from TSN, yes, Apolliarvi has made it clear to the Edmonton Oilers that he wants to be traded. He wants a fresh start to start his young NHL career. It's believed that the Oilers are willing to accommodate but won't give him away and intend on being patient in finding the right fit. So uh, since Carolina, when Marcus Leto was there, this was after Miko Koskinen was signed. Uh, Marcus Leto met with Keith Gretzky, who was the interim GM, and Bob Nicholson at that time. Uh, right after uh, Yessa Pogliarvi ended up getting shut down uh, for the year, uh, he is rehabbing, has been rehabbing back in Edmonton after getting double hip surgery. Um We've talked about the fact that the agent plays a factor in what occurs here. It's not all on the organization in terms of how things have been handled. And we have repeatedly stated one of three scenarios exist. The first scenario would be that uh, new regime, new general manager Ken Holland, new head coach Dave Tippett, they sit down and uh, work out uh, things with Paul Yarvey and, and uh, get things going, but maybe not place them in the top six uh, maybe playing him in a role to start as the third liner because that's where he's at. And frankly, you have to earn the respect of your teammates as well. So that's number one. That is one of the options that we've discussed all along as he returns as an oiler, uh, plies his trade, works on his game, those sort of things, but probably not in a key offensive role to take the pressure off. They got to get him up and running as an NHL player. Number two, the second option was they trade him for a like-minded prospect, which is why we have mentioned Julian Goche. There's the type of guy that might make sense. And then number three, if you can't make the trade and the player doesn't want to play here, maybe he plays in Europe. It's really that simple. If you've been listening to the show over the course of the last two months on Yesapoliarvi, who along with Milan Lucic have been the two biggest points of discussion, you would know that we've discussed this over and over again. So not a surprise. Now the cat's out of the bag, so to speak. We know we're... Uh, Paul Yarvey is at the agent, uh, 
conversations dating all the way back to when uh, when we saw Leto in uh, in Carolina. You know, there's a saying: seventy five percent's on the player, twenty five's on the team. Um, for those of you that like Yesapoli Irvy, um, you can maybe blame the others more. Sometimes you draft the player third or fourth overall, and he exceeds expectations. I personally believe that has occurred with Leon Dreisaitl. Think back for many of you, and, and, and you know, I'll say this about the Texers on our show on our Heartland Ford text line out of Fort Saskatchewan. There are Texers on the show that admit, you know what, Bob, I was wrong. Like, I'll give you an example, Jay Woodcroft. Uh, there were a lot of people said, that said a year ago at this time, why is Jay getting the opportunity to coach in Bakersfield? Well, he pretty much killed it. And the the Texers that are out there and honest with themselves would say, you know, Bob, I didn't believe Jay was a good choice for that job. There are some Texers that said that. Some people that reached out to me on Twitter and said that. And I was completely wrong. That's what some individuals have said. Um, in terms of Leon Dreisettle, there were guys that wanted Sam Bennett in that draft year. More wanted Dreisettle. But did anybody think he'd be a 50-goal, 100-point guy? I loved Leon Dreisettle as much as anybody in that draft year. I thought he would be a 20 to 25 goal, 45 to 50 assist type player. He's exceeded that expectation. Now, if Neil Yakupov and Yesapol Yarby, that has not occurred. Uh, in Yakupov's case, he had some traction early with Ralph, Ralph Kruger, got five goals in his final two games of the lockout year, appeared to be on his way as a player. And then he lost traction afterwards and he didn't learn how to play with others and that's part of the reason why he washed out of not one but three nhl organizations and i still like nail i think Nail's a good person a good guy in polyarvi's case you know what he's been around the team for three years i would probably engage with him in, in my role and i'm on every trip i mean probably the least he's just a really quiet kid um i don't think he he's totally got the fundamental understanding and nuance of the North American game, there is undeniably something there with the player. He has tools. And everybody liked Pugliarvi in the 2016 NHL draft. But he has not gained the traction people were hoping for, certainly in the Oilers organization. So Drager has completely clarified that position. And again, one of three scenarios. They smooth it over, massage it, and give it a year here to make it work. They trade him for a like-minded prospect. Or, I mean, I guess he could be traded for a pick, but I, would you get a first-round pick for him at this stage? This is a guy you took fourth overall in 2016, probably not. And uh, and then number three, maybe he goes back to Europe for a year and gains his confidence back. It's understandable nonetheless. So that's number one. Number two, just uh, in terms of... Milan Lucic have not heard anything new. I know there's some people in Vancouver that believe that Louis Erickson won't move his no movement clause. I think Louis got some external pressures that have affected his play in Vancouver, and I'd suggest to you the same thing has occurred with Milan. I will tell you this. If you ask the players in Vancouver, Edmonton, or Calgary who they'd rather have between James Neal, Louis Erickson, and Milan Lucic, a lot of the guys would say the guy they'd want is Lucic. Neil has the better chance to be the best player at this stage. I think that's fair uh, for Calgary fans. To me, that was a one-off what occurred last year. But James Neal is a strong character. That's all I'm going to say. And sometimes he's had some interesting scenarios exist. Uh, so would I take a flyer on James Neal? I might. 
if the Oilers had to trade Lucic and had to make a decision between the two, I think that James Neal would be the better fit. Um, we'll wait and see what occurs on that front. I do believe that the uh, Vancouver Canucks also would have interest in Jujar Kara who's a uh, restricted free agent. Uh, I personally like Jujar. I think there's something there as a player. Needs to be more consistent. He is uh, certainly willing to drop the gloves. And, uh, you know, again, there were periods two years ago, Paul Yarby came up. He had nine goals in the first 21 games. He's got seven goals since then in the last 90 games. In Kara's case, he was double-digit goals a year ago and struggled a bit this year and dealt with some injuries. But there's something there with both players. So we'll wait and see uh, what happens. Now, pertaining to the uh, draft, um, Craig Button had Philip Broberg on his mock draft at number eight to Edmonton. Sam Constantino of Sportsnet had uh, Philip Broberg, number eight, on his mock draft. Uh, Corey Pronman from The Athletic had Philip Broberg from Sweden, number eight, on his uh, mock draft. Uh, Ten days ago, I put Philip Broberg, number eight, on my uh, mock draft for a mock draft that we did for AMJ Campbell. You can still, by the way, I think you got one more day. Go visit 630chat.com to be a part of that process. And, uh, you know, we'll see. But there are are some other candidates that make some sense there. So I'm operating under the guise and under the belief that obviously Hughes and Kako are going one, two. We know that. Three, four, five. I believe are going to be some combination of Turcotte, um, Bowen Byram from the Vancouver Giants, and Kirby Dock from the Saskatoon Blades. And uh, so there are some other names that make sense. Dylan Cousins, Trevor Zegras, Cole Caulfield, Matthew Boldy, Peyton Krebs. Let's hear from some of those guys right now as we go to our Oilers Now Audio Vault, brought to you by Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings. In Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. Dylan Cousins had this to say on not changing his path to the draft. Oh, yeah, for sure. I wouldn't want to change my path at all. You know, so I could say that I wish I grew up in Vancouver and got to play against competition my whole life, but I, I wouldn't want that. I'm happy where I came from, and I'm happy with the path. I've overcome and and the things that I've overcome to get where I am today, and I wouldn't change a thing about it. And that's uh, Dylan Cousins, who, when he makes it to the NHL, will be the third player ever out of the Yukon territories to make it to the National Hockey League. The Edmonton Oilers have one of those former players. He represented uh, has represented Jay Bomeister for years. It's Edmonton area agent Brian Baltimore. So, Dylan Cousins, uh, a potential for Edmonton at number eight. Philip Broberg as well, and he had a tough time in the World Juniors dealing with illness. Yeah, of course, like we went out in the quarterfinals against Switzerland, uh, but I think it was a good experience for me and the guys on the team as well. Uh, you just got to try to take it all in in those tournaments and uh, t- take that uh, back home. That's Philip Broberg again, who had an interesting year, right? He had a real good start. Uh, the Holinka Gretzky, many of you would have seen him play there. Then he struggled a bit against men in the Swedish Hockey League, uh, got demoted to Vi- Division Two for a few games, then ended up playing for Sweden at the World uh, Junior Championships ahead of his age group, and then against his age group in the U18 was selected the top defenseman of the tournament. Trevor Zegras is headed to the NCAA. He had this to say. Um, I think BU's done a really good job of I mean, bringing in like high-end guys like Keller, uh, McAvoy, Eichel, um, developing them, uh, and then them acclimating to the NHL pretty quickly. So that's kind of the path I want to take. Uh, it's pretty good to see those guys go through it. 
I believe Trevor Zegras is going to go six or seven in the draft. That's where I've got him slotted. Cole Caulfield is the wild card. There's no question about that. Does somebody step up and take a guy who scored over 70 goals this year? Uh, I saw Alex Dabrinkit play with the Erie Otters. He scored 50 goals that year in 14-15. Went in and saw him play twice that season. Once when the Oilers were in Toronto. Once again when the Oilers were in Pittsburgh. That's the sort of benefit you have uh, when you're privileged enough as an NHL broadcaster to travel. You also have to have the inclination to do so. Uh, Erie's about two and a half hours plus a customs trip uh, from uh, Toronto. And Erie's about... Two hours straight north of Pittsburgh. But uh, a lot of comparables between Jabrickett and Caulfield. Caulfield, though, says there's more to his game than just scoring. Um, I mean, obviously, I, I like being known as a goal scorer, but I think there's there's more to my game than just that. And, you know, obviously, um, you know, with my season and how my stat line went, I thought, you know, it looks a little odd and stuff like that. But I thought, you know, just how I play and, and how I compete, I think there's more to my game than just goal scoring. And um, I think my playmaking is pretty special. So, I mean, I like being known as a goal scorer. It's pretty special. But, um, you know, there's more to my game than just that. Uh, one of the things about the American players is uh, they've obviously had media training. That's something that the U.S. National Development Program must do because every year for the last three or four years, it's been really noticeable. Now, a guy that uh, played on a bad team but showed some tremendous character has been Peyton Krebs. He's with the Kootenai Ice. Uh, he was captain of Canada at the uh, U18 and had a strong performance, whereas Cousins maybe wasn't great in the medal round. Uh, Peyton Krebs was pretty good, and uh, Peyton Krebs had this to say on being a leader. It was a fun time. I think anytime you can be a captain of a team, I don't think you go to try to be a captain, but um, it's pretty special. I mean, uh, during the season, I think I tried to be the guy that um, guys could look up to and, and try to lead by example to allow them to get to success and uh, move on in their careers. So, um, no, I had a lot of fun with the guys in my locker room. And then going to Team Canada, like I said, I just tried to be myself and um, was fortunate to be the captain there. We had a great great group of guys. And um, it was definitely uh, a challenge and uh, this year. But coming to Team Canada, I think uh, I played well and uh, had a lot of fun. All right, so we heard from Cousins, we heard from Broberg, we heard from Zgrass, we heard from Caulfield, we heard from Krebs. I don't have anything from Matt Boldy, uh, but I'm going to give you a range of each of those guys. Again, uh, operating under the context of the top five, top two for sure, we all know are going to be Hughes and Kako, and I believe it's going to be Turcotte, uh, Bowen, Byram, and Kirby Dock in the top five. Uh, I got Zgrass at 6-7. Uh, I got Broberg 7 through 10. Cousins, for me, is a wild card. There are guys that have him as high as four and people that have him as low as 14. Uh, I'm going to assume he's going to the top 10. Cole Caulfield, another wild card as well. And I think for most of the listeners to this show, and I'm going to throw this question out there right now. I don't think size matters anymore for players. Uh, so text me at 6.30, 6.30. Where do you think Cole Caulfield's going to go? Does he go in the top seven? As for Peyton Krebs, I think Krebs is going to go somewhere between 9 to 12. And Matthew Boldy, I'd have some interest in him. Uh, I will say he goes 8 through 11. So there's a range for a bunch of those guys. Again, that's our Oilers Now Audio Vault brought to you by our friends at Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at uh, directworkwear.com. We're at the Chorus Studios in Vancouver. Hey, it's Kaylee. 
Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Columbia hosting Oilers now today. When we come back, we'll get to NHL today. Brought to you by our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer joining you from uh, Vancouver, British Columbia, from the Chorus Studios. This is Oilers Now. We're quickly uh, going to go into some uh, text on our Heartland Ford text line. Bob, uh, for me, Bowen Byram is the most compelling player in the draft this year. Other than Hughes, can he drop as low as eighth? Not a chance. Not a chance that happens. Another text comes in, Bob. I think that uh, Caulfield is the guy who goes before eight. That gives us one of Doc Cousins or Zgrass. Hoping for Zgrass. He looks like a treat to watch with his creativity on the ice. Uh, Corey has texted the show out of Edmonton. Hey, Bob, sounds like Vancouver wants to move up and looking for something at the six to eight range. Is there a fit with the Oilers in any way? There might be. Uh, there might be. We'll discuss that a little bit later on. Again, you can text us at 630-630. Let's get into NHL today. It is brought to you by our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. Drew Shamahorn and his staff do a terrific job there. They look after um, their clients. Uh, your clients love the outdoors. Give them the hottest summer gear like branded camping chairs, coolers, and more. Dayton Abbott with an abbreviated NHL today. That's right, Bob. Kevin Hayes and the Philadelphia Flyers have agreed to a seven-year contract worth $50 million, or $7.14 million per year. Also, according to Frank Cervelli from TSN, the Anaheim Ducks are in the process of finalizing paperwork to buy out Corey Perry. He will not go on waivers due to his no-move clause and will join free agency come July 1st. Perry currently has two years left on his contract with a cap hit of $8.625 million next year. And I just got this breaking news that the Edmonton Oilers will host the 2019 Development Camp in Edmonton from June 24th to 27th. Notable names to be included include goaltenders Stuart Skinner and Dylan Wells, as well as on defense you have Evan Bouchard, Dmitry Semerukov, and at forward names include Kirill Maximov and Ryan McLeod. The final roster for the 2019 Oilers Development Camp will be announced after the 2019 NHL Draft. Back to you, Bob. All right, uh, and the NHL is just pushed out right now that the Montreal Canadiens, City of Montreal, will host the 2020 NHL Draft. Um... They last held the draft in Montreal in 20, uh, 2009. I got there in three hours and 20 minutes from Edmonton. It was a fun flight. 1228 in Edmonton, uh, 1128 Pacific. Bob Stauffer joining you from Vancouver, British Columbia. We will head off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell and come back with Craig Simpson on Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stauffer. Weekdays at noon. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.